It's time to feel some holiday rage. Welcome to Film Rage and our annual Krampus special. Lumps of coal for everyone, unless you've been really naughty, then brace for a visit from Krampus. Directors and actors beware as you cannot hide from the Christmas rage. My name is Bryce and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey. Hey. Bryce. <laughs> and Murray, who I know will be getting a visit from Krampus. Hey there, Merman. I'm a good boy. Yeah, that's not I'm what I I'm a good boy. Plus, a very special episode requires a very special guest. It is the nerdy photographer himself, Casey, who is definitely getting a visit from Krampus, and he is, as he has put us through unspeakable horrors on our podcast with his putrid bag of remakes in our Rager Day Stare segments. Hey there, Casey, you yeah. stinking yeah. bastard. <laughs> Oh, Bring filthy, the rage. He's a filthy animal. All of it. Yes. So, with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Oh, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, and share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at Buy Me a Coffee dot com forward slash film rage yyc if you cannot commit to a membership you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible movie and you know what we'll watch it if it played in cinemas somewhere now let's get to krampusing but first let's do an intro with casey hello hey how's it going guys we this is our favorite time of year not because it's christmas time because it's krampus time and if there's one thing film ragers love most, it's motherfucking Krampus. <laughs> I love to get a little Krampus on. It's <laughs> yeah. one of those things. If you, it, I, I love watching Krampus knocked like celebrations from around the world. I'd love to see people from the United States, where I'm at, I'm not from the Great White North, but like see people go, why can't we have that here? It's because people would ruin it somehow. That's why. Oh yeah. Can't have they would commercialize it somehow. And Krampus is not for commercialization. The sure way to get whipped with a chain and dragged out into the woods and put in a sack and eaten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's nothing better than being eaten by Krampus. At least that's what Mrs. Claus <laughs> says. Oh, but we'll yes. talk about that later. So tell everybody who's listening who doesn't already know, because, you know, we constantly talk about you as much as possible on our show. What is the Nerdy Photographer? And why should everybody know about this? Uh, the Nerdy Photographer is a website and podcast where I share informational and entertaining stuff about uh, photography, but occasionally also just some nerdy stuff like movies and uh, comic books and things that I enjoy. Uh, that, uh, you know, you can find the Nerdy Photographer on your preferred listening platform, or you can find me on pretty much all of the socials at the nerdy photo sweet well, thanks for sharing that with our listeners and our listeners have been waiting an entire year to hear what krampus films we're going to talk about this year and seeing as how there was only one horror movie that was playing in north america we went and saw all of us all, all individually <laughs> <clears throat> violent night mm. <laughs> So, Bryce, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you thought of Violent Night? Violent Night is not especially original, borrowing from many films before it. Angry Drunk Santa is nothing new, as Bad Santa and Fat Man had already covered the topic. We also have a youngster building booby traps to thwart the efforts of home invaders. Hmm, that sounds a little like Home Alone. Although the results of the contraptions are a little more deadly in this story. David Harbour puts all he has into this performance and is one of the bright spots of this project as he portrays jolly old Saint Nick. Santa finds himself in a deadly situation in the midst of a home invasion as he is dropping off his presents. He decides to stay and help the selfish family of one of the children, young Trudy, as she is on his nice list. <sighs> and 
you know, because his reindeer take off on him. (laughs) Santa pulls himself together and fights the bad guys. Apparently, before he was Santa, he was quite the killing machine, as depicted in several scenes showing him offing some various nefarious characters. Uh, From here, there's a lot of killing and quite a bit of gore. For the most part, this film is a bloody good time. However, it tries a little too hard towards the end to make me give a crap about this horrible family. This attempt is not effective at all. I care about Trudy, and I care about Santa. And that is all. Any attempts to make me care about anyone else in this is an exercise in futility. That attempt really dampened the ending for me. Still, David Harbour's Santa was worthwhile, and a lot of this was very entertaining, with more than a couple of laughs and enough gore to satiate my lust for blood. What I'm trying to say is Violent Night was meh. Okay. Now, Casey, where did you get to see this in your fabulous city? Uh, there's a... Uh, I remember the Cinemark Theater. I live in New Jersey and got to see it in the full, like basically their extreme uh, viewing and audio setup. Like AVX, we call it up here. I think AVX, Rumble Seats, whatever. Yes. They come up with now. We didn't get, we don't have uh, haptics in the seats. Oh, you didn't get the rectum seats? (laughs) (laughs) I want that for, uh, there's apparently, there's a place in Staten Island, New York that has like the full haptic oh wow uh, seats everything and for they did uh top gun the maverick like if you were moving around in like in conjunction like you're not doing the full g's or anything but like it was the cockpit i want to go there and like that sounds horrible yeah it sounds horrible (laughs) sounds awesome okay what about the seedy underbelly of New York because you know being Calgary we barely have anything seedy here is there any ones that actually have the actual um, rectal theaters where instead of getting just the rumbling you actually get penetration in the seat while you're watching those are those those theaters used to be on 8th Avenue and outside of Times Square and uh, you have to pay extra I'm up for that always so what did you think of violent night Violent night. Ho, ho, holy shit. (laughs) Violent night certainly lives up to its name. After giving us just the right amount of exposition and introducing us to our main players, including David Harper's world-weary Santa, the movie delivers a steady stream of inventive and increasingly gruesome kills and witty one-liners. What I was not expecting from this movie was the very earnest and heartfelt relationship between Santa and young crew and Santa's journey from reluctant bystander to bloodthirsty marauder. The movie knows exactly what it is, and if you're going to try to pick this movie apart, I will plug any holes, Bryce, you find with Christmas magic. There you go. Also, <laughs> magic. while I loathe the term instant classic, I uh, will make an exception for this movie as it is now going in my yearly there Christmas movie rotation. I give this movie... Two mead horns and a bloody hammer way up Mondo. Oh, wow. Well, um, I know what I like to plug Christmas holes with, but um, perhaps that's a little different than you. Uh, If you like every Christmas movie ever made, especially Home Alone, Die Hard, Christmas Vacation, or any Hallmark movie ever created, but add in an annoying family, friendly morale or moral or goodness drenched in blood by Santa Claus, then look no further. There were a lot of great kills and David Harbour was pretty great as Santa. On top of that, we got a surprise visit from Krampus, which was a little bit of a surprise for me. Just for our Krampus episode. Yes. There was a Krampus. Right? There was a Krampus. Yes, there was a Krampus. So that was a surprise. And he was easily the, the, the best of, of the He was bunch. The, the best, yeah. But God damn it, do we really need that much backstory for a murderous Santa and his giant hammer story? Plus, really, why are we putting CLFs in this type of movie? Who is this for? I is, liked her. Is that? Yeah, I'm not too. saying I didn't like her, 
But do we really need a, a, do we really need a yes. six-year-old running around to make this more family-friendly? Are people going to take no. their six-year-olds to watch this think, to what? connect with her? Where are you going? And then as they watch Santa bash 20 dudes skull in with his hammer, and how did our wuss of a Santa go from zero ass bag to here on the turn of a dime? There was so much they, to hate about this movie and that. very much, very little that I liked. So I'm in a quandary. Were the Santa kills worthy of keeping this film on my naughty list? Do tell. Were they? I was, when I walked out of this movie, I was so angry at this movie because I was expecting it to be the part like halfway into it when Santa got his balls and started fucking hammering the shit out of everybody. But instead, we got so much backstory on this stupid family that was, was annoying. That was, okay. And I like to stuff things in Christmas holes, but this was not for me. I'm I'm going to give it a low meh, just because I really did love all the kills. Every kill was fantastic. So for that, it gets a meh. All right. What's the merman think? Well, unsurprisingly, I am of a completely different opinion than, than, than Jim. Because I You're love more of the Christmas. Farm. That's true. He does love Christmas. I'm wearing a Christmas sweater right now because I love Christmas. Um, yeah. Die Hard meets Home Alone. Yeah. So the tagline goes. I know they throw it up on the screen every time you see a promo for it. So yeah. That's pretty much what they were going for. That's all you need to know about this film, really. Bad guys break into the mansion of an evil millionaire matriarch kill all the staff and hold the family hostage while they break open the safe to steal $300 million, which isn't even hers anyway. <laughs> There's a cute kid building booby traps uh, a la Home Alone. The plot twist is ripped right out of Die Hard 2. You know what I mean. Yeah, of course. Um, like the worst, worst plot twist ever. Like, yeah, we saw that coming. At the center of this is old Chris Kringle, a drunken, out of shape, and somewhat cowardly Father Christmas. Except he's trapped, and these kid, these guys are messing with kids at Christmas. That's from Home Alone 2, by the way. Yeah, this whole movie is from another movie. The Brian Adams montage alone made this a mondo for me. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I as, knew soon as, the, as soon as it's something about yeah. Christmas time. I'm like, Murray is like... I was laughing my ass off three having, and a half minutes. He was having a Santa guy. It's my favorite Christmas song by my favorite Canadian musician. Yep. Literally, every time it comes on the radio, I start singing because I love this song. And to just watch him, like, wage bloody war for this, you know, Yuletide classic... Oh my god, it was priceless. And for all the guns in this movie, the best bloody deaths were courtesy of Father Christmas and his hammer. Oh yeah. Just like a mm. true Viking, which he was. And you know another Another word for reason hammer. for me to love it. David Harbour was awesome. It was a bit too long. There was about 30 minutes of too much exposition yeah. in the middle Thank there. You. But hell yeah, a bloody good time. Uh, and I was going to give this a meh. But Casey talked me into it. I will give it a Mondo. It is now on my holiday Sweet. watch list. Yes. Ho, yes. ho, ho. Yeah, that's how I felt. Ho, 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 all right. I loved it. I Okay, so here's my biggest complaint about this movie. Yeah. I am not a nostalgia person. You all know that about me. I cannot stand when they can't come up with an original script. How difficult is it to not try and copy every fucking Christmas movie that's ever been made? Yeah, but uh, I, part I, of its charm I, is it did copy like every it, it Christmas paid movie. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think that that was the the yeah. that was the point. It, it knew what it was. I mean, it they did not they, try to come in saying, "Oh, this is going to be a brand new thing that you've never seen before." Like Murray said, every tagline is Home Alone meets Die Hard. Yeah, they even mentioned was. Home Alone like a few times during the movie. Like they, right. they talked about the, the movie. When the kids making the, the, the booby traps, traps, yeah. They're like, oh, Home Alone, huh? Worked at Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the yeah, the, the the plot twist that you saw a mile coming mile coming away, I was just like Yeah. That happened in Die Hard too. <laughs> I just knew. Yeah. And this is like but there were also just these I mean, I thought using Beverly D'Angelo Oh, that was the, that, that was yeah. horribly genius. That was, 
Mrs. Genius Griswold. Movie. Yeah. From yeah. like my second and Christmas movie. Fucking <laughs> the Jean-Claude Van Damme wannabe. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, boyfriend or husband. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> the actor. Well, Beverly D'Angelo this was what they, made... That was even a reference to The, to the Office. I, <laughs> yeah. he, like, I think I missed that one. Jumps over the couch. He's like, parkour. <laughs> oh, is that in The Office? Yeah. I See, no. I don't know. I can't. I'm not a big fan of that type of film. I totally. I like originality in film. Yeah. I, I could have just watched Home Alone there is at no the same time I was that. watching Die Hard and the same time I was watching a real good Krampus movie and I would have been happier. Come over to Bryce's. I mean, He's got seven I, screens. I, I'll just watch every Christmas movie, including Hallmark favorites, because that was full in this shit bag. My setup and actually has nine screens. Nine screens. So really, I could have just watched nine Christmas movies at the same time and I would have got the like same message. So... If you're going to give me Krampus with a hammer, I want fucking Krampus with a hammer through the whole movie. He was Santa. He was good. And the thing is, like you were saying, like, how does he just go from, like, weak to suddenly... It takes... There is a build there. Yeah. There's a build from... I felt it was like... He was trying to escape. He was a big puss for the whole part of... He's like, I'm not going to help these people. Even he was already connected with the little girl. And then he's like... He's like... Oh no! Sometimes a switch, a switch gets turned right. on, and that's <laughs> it. That you don't mess with, with kids the, at Christmas. Yeah, well, he should have thought that from the beginning. Eh. He was drunk. He had sober up he, a little. You can only take so much. He's got Christmas magic. He doesn't get Christmas get drunk. Christmas. I thought that. Yeah, the kills also in this movie. Let's go back to something we all agree on. Yes. The kills in this movie. Oh yeah. The star was awesome. The, the star. The, the star eye. was good. The. The, I love the one when she goes up to the attic. Those those scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the booby traps. Yeah, which literally the kill traps people. Traps the guy lands on his head on the the snowblower. Yeah. yeah, the snowblower. The one would have been over in like ten minutes if yeah. Kevin had used those traps. Yeah, right. like exactly. it goes because it, stupid, also, it addresses like a lot of people. Like, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there about what the. I mean, there's a whole subclass of stuff about it, what the damage the Home Alone booby traps would have actually done. Do. Yeah. So, like, this is straight out. Like, we're just going to straight up do, like, what would they have actually done to people? Yeah, we just killed them. <laughs> My favorite part of this movie, though, was, like, when John Leguizamo, he's telling the bad guys what he brought them for Christmas. And he knows all of their names. And, they're and like, the two henchmen are, like, he's really Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Don't be, don't be stupid out loud. Yeah, I think it's become it's going to become a yeah. Line. He called the one of the women a don't moron. Be don't be an idiot. Or something yeah, like don't that. be stupid. I know you're stupid, but don't be stupid out loud. Yeah, yeah. and John Leguizamo is always good. Like he just he, a little over the top here. He was. Um, he was I would say it's not his best, but no. I would no, say he's no Hans Gruber. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's I mean, in a good comparison, doing a lot of scenery. Yeah, yeah it was. Did. So looks like we have a bit of a mixed bag of yeah. chips. Nobody completely hated it because there still was some redeeming qualities. And two of you are now going to watch this every year when Bryce yeah. and I watch yeah. something better. Yep. You do that. <laughs> you do that. I, you know how many Christmas movies? I like. I, seriously, though, I love Christmas movies. Yes, me too. I watch like probably 60 Christmas You and uh, um, Murray got to set up that, some watch that, that parties. Far, but yeah, I own quite a few. You I guys should set up some watch parties. at home editing photos and I'll just turn on. Yeah. But I choose them. I don't list like. Oh yeah, I, I well, my mother, uh, she she tapes pretty much every Hallmark movie ever on. Like just fifty of them on our PVR, and I'm like, this is just garbage. Like I hate anything to do with romance. But it's like the old fashioned Lindsay stuff. Lohan one on Netflix, though. I gotta say, God. it's actually yeah, it's actually not bad. Who doesn't love it's Lindsay definitely. Lohan? She's fantastic. <laughs> sure. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. I, no, I can't argue with that. that. Lindsay She's Lohan's great. awesome. I wish she wouldn't have got drunk and stupid. Yeah. She's recovered now. Well, get now her back into movies. Now she's just talentless. Is this new movie? What? She's not talentless. She's not talentless. Lindsay Lohan's the most talented child actor She used to sing. Lived. She doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm going quite that voice. far. but it's Pretty close. Anyway. So, um, the other one we got to see, which we're in discussion about, because I know we've talked about this movie. Murray thinks we've, we've I talked, talked about, about, about it before. show. But we're going to talk about it again, because... Guess what? Jim says so. It's got Krampus. Yeah. Um, Krampus. This has everything you need for a Krampus horror holiday classic. Mm. Bit part by one of our Canadian gods, Will the Shat. Bill. <laughs> Say that again. 
In one of his most festive roles, we get stupid trespassing teenagers, changeling children, undead evil elves, murder, mayhem, and of course our hero Krampus, causing all kinds of ruckus, with an exceptional evil German ant, and as always, the fantastic Julian Rich sighting. He is great in everything. This has so many layers of great horror fun. The film is bringing together four Christmas stories, uh, one more satisfying than the next. It's like getting a bunch of extra special Krampus presents for the price of one. For all the good little ghouls and boils. The weakest one, in my opinion, of the bunch was the Trespassing Teenagers. But even then, it still had some great jump scares and spookiness to it. The whole Santa segment is fun with cursing evil elves trying to kill the clauses. The douchebag nephew and his twit of a son who releases Krampus was also fun. But my favorite is definitely the changeling Christmas tree stealing family because we know children are creepy little fuckers. But our little changeling CLF has that 3% factor of playing creepy so well. I love this little creepy kid. This film ties up nicely, and just like most good Krampus films, the wicked will be punished, and we get the best present of all, a motherfucking Krampus film. I love this movie. It was Mondo for me. Mondo. Wow. Yeah, I loved it. All right. Now that's a Krampus movie. Everybody's yeah. dying everywhere. Sure. Nobody lives, <laughs> even the people that you think are good. What, sure. what say you, Murray? <sighs> Maybe my memory is going. I could swear I've seen and talked about this movie on the podcast before. Uh, but I digress. I definitely remember the Shatner as Dangerous Dan. The problem with this film is it is four stories in one. Yes, it's good. Instead of running each character back, each story back to back, the film runs them simultaneously throughout. So you jump around from each story. And the problem I had was I found half of the stories cliched and boring. The pacing was way too slow. Nothing happens till about halfway through the movie. The Santa and Krampus scenes were awesome. Too bad the whole movie wasn't about them. <clears throat> and that there's always the chat. Uh, he made it a watchable meh. <laughs> That's all I got. Please don't make me watch this again. <laughs> All right, Casey, you're up. All right. Well, a Christmas horror anthology, you say? I'm certainly game. And this film has some real production quality to it. I will say that. The Krampus effects, the Santa fight, the zombie elves, really well done. Where this film stumbles is in writing and execution. I agree with Murray. Thank you. It is very uneven, and trying to overcome that by weaving the four stories together throughout the film uh, just exposes that weakness more to me. William Shadner is pitch perfect as Dangerous Dan, the radio DJ, <laughs> with his mm. messages to listeners growing more cryptic and foreshadowing as the film goes on. While the stories of Santa and the zombie elves and the changeling were both heartbreaking and creepy with great twists the other two stories however struggle to retain my interest and play as overused tropes so much that their twist endings had no real impact i give christmas horror story one thumb a broken krampus statue up and it's a man yeah. <laughs> all right well i think uh me murray and casey all watched the same movie Except all of you enjoyed it more than I did. <laughs> a Christmas Story is a little too ambitious for its own good. Telling all these stories simultaneously just took the momentum away from every tale as we jumped from story to story, making it impossible to invest in any of this. The Spooky School Basement story was boring. The Krampus story had some potential but has a dud of an ending. The Kid in the Tree has its moments, but ultimately fizzles out. And Santa being hom or battling homicidal zombie elves was entertaining, but felt a little out of place. Although the writers did eventually tie this all together, sort of, which in itself was a Christmas miracle. 
And I will say I enjoyed George Buza's performance as Santa Claus. If there's one thing in this movie I really enjoyed, it was actually his performance. That's uh, it. What? William Shatner's Dangerous Dan, a local DJ, added nothing to this. I disagree with you guys about that. It just made this agonizingly longer because we had to sit through his segments as well. A Christmas story... Oh, sorry. A Christmas horror story... Christmas story is actually a mondo. A Christmas horror story is a rage. What? You're crazy. So here's here's my defense on this. I love shorts. Shorts are probably my favorite um, but type do you, of film. But do you like them when you get to watch two minutes of it and, the then, time. and then go to yes. another one and watch two minutes of it? Yes. And then go to another one and watch... Two, then go back to the first one yes. and watch another two minutes. Yeah, because I can compartmentalize in my brain. No. I love Shorts too. Man than I, I love Creep Show. Yeah, I talk yeah. about horror anthologies. Yeah, I felt the this movie side. was trying to be trick or treat, mm. trick yeah. or treat, yeah. not trick or treat. Yes, yes. About the music. Yeah. it was trying to be trick or agreed. But it didn't have like the, the each individual individual story wasn't strong enough to to have its own place. I felt like Changeling and Santa could have been their own story, and they were weaving mm. Santa in there, obviously for the twist at the end, which I thought was actually pretty good, but. Like those other two, the the ba- the school basement and you know the the family, the Krampus family, I just felt like there's not really anything going on in either of these stories. That kid was fucking creepy. Yeah, that's the I'll give you that. That that alone would be great. I know it wasn't the same, the kid actor, but the hand under the sheets, I was just like, mm, that really like. Yeah, trying to finger bang his mom was kind of... <laughs> there was a lot of point... See, I like movies that creep me out in the sense of make it feel awkward. Like, you know, here's your child trying to finger bang you. It's yeah, like, I mean, this that's, is not comfortable, which I like. Definitely. I just felt like the like the, the Krampus and Santa fights were great. I thought the Kramp, that Krampus, make the, whatever, the suit, that shit was awesome. Like, that was like a yeah. really well-done Krampus. The you know the Santa performance, Bryce, like you said, that guy was great. Yeah, uh, everything was great there. Like the whole like fights with the elves, I just felt like you know the the basement, the school basement thing. I was just like, this is I can see where this is going, a hundred miles away. Yeah, and the other one, I, like there was no, I didn't care about anybody in the family. Krampus stalking them. Yeah. Which made it good, though, that they all died. Though. Yeah, they all deserved to die. Unlike, unlike the other the movie. The girl who turns into Krampus at the end, and I was just like, what? what? That made it good. <laughs> Did it. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that that's why I liked it. She turned into Krampus. All right. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, just gave us more another Krampus shot. That that's was, right. Was the important crazy. thing in this is that we got some Krampus. We did. Got a little Krampus on the side. That's right. Mm. Could never get enough Krampus. All right. Well, again, we've got another one, which we all don't agree on, which no, which makes for awesome fun for Krampus. Makes for good discussions. Now, we're moving on to our rager dare of the episode. <laughs> this week on Rage or Dare, I dared the boys to watch the 2018 low-budget Christmas horror film Sleigh Bells, starring Barry Bostwick and Richard Mull. Will the boys find the bells kill it, or will the only thing they slay be our patience? <laughs> nice. Classic. Oh, baby. Murray, you got to see some sleigh balls. <laughs> I saw something. <laughs> Am I starting this? Yeah, baby. Okay. Tell me at the end here, but I'll start. Um, all right. First, let me talk about Barry Bostwick. Yes, we can never talk enough about Hands Barry down, the nicest and most down-to-earth famous person I have ever met. I had a chance to spend about 15 minutes talking to him at his autograph table. There's nobody else was around. And he was just as awesome as I imagined he would be. Before I ever saw Rocky Horror, I didn't see it till I was... An adult, basically. Like last year, I think. Well, no, like 20 years ago. But um, I grew up with Ace Hunter and Megaforce. That was my movie when I was like 11. 
Uh, the good guys always win, even in the 80s. My point is... That's the worst. I would have to say Bostwick does cheese like nobody else. Like Cheetos cheesy. This film is no exception. He's a badass Santa. Foul talking ass kicking in his leather jacket. The other 95% of the cast was horrible. <laughs> Though there was a brief, brief flash of nudity that almost made it worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> As Krampus creatures go, this one was actually pretty good. It was such a low budget uh, film it was actually very well done all the budget was in the, in the effects in the campus, yeah. and the blood effects were top-notch kills were awesome if you're looking for anything beyond that this movie is not for you not a mondo obviously but i found it an enjoyable man i leave you with this okay santa brings you gifts krampus shreds your ass Mm. That was his line. Okay, one more. Okay. Santa Claus is coming to town. Bitches. Also, <laughs> my two favorite lines. And, the, this. and this is a good segue because no one likes to tear ass like Bryce. That's true. Apparently, we're going backwards. Okay. I guess so. <laughs> Who follows the rules? Uh, sleigh Bells was not all bad. Barry Bostwick as Santa was entertaining, and Krampus actually looked pretty good considering how bad everything else looked in this, and that covers all the good in this. <laughs> That's what I said. The bad is everything else. The music is awful. This music, I <laughs> what in the hell was going on? Open source. I just just stop. Stop! And it just—it kept on going, and it played over everything. I, know. I just I, stop. There's times where you couldn't hear the dialogue. Yeah, because the music was. Too oh hard. my god, it was supremely distracting. There's scene after scene in, that there was just filler. As we see the adventure girls frolic around pointlessly, the editing—the editing is next level bad. Plus, at the very beginning, there is a scene that shows everyone that survives. We then go back in time 12 hours, and basically, the rest of the movie leads us back to that initial scene. This, of course, kills any suspense, as everyone in that opening scene that is seemingly in peril throughout the film is obviously going to be okay until we get back to that point. Why did they think this was a good idea? The whole project, a is a, do that. whole project is a frustrating mess with bad special effects and bad dialogue and bad acting. And let me make this clear. This is not one of those so bad it's good situations. This is just bad. This is a rage. <laughs> it's on Tubi. <laughs> I love Tubi. Okay, so... Acting is not a thing that was a priority in this film. It's already been discussed. Yes. That is fairly evident in two minutes in. That's not what I think they were going for, though. No. It, it, might have, it might be the black marker written on Knuckles pretending to be tattoos by our barmaid. That was, that was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. The quality <laughs> shaken cam shots also make this a Christmas present or maybe it's the shots that are actually not even in focus. This film just keeps delivering these kind of presents for quite a while. This, it just, it was great to see Barry Boswick still working. And if people who are listening don't know who he is, just rewatch Rocky Horror and look for Brad in his tidy whiteies now. The best thing about this movie was this was actually a surprise Krampus film that Casey right. didn't even know was a Krampus film when he invited <laughs> us to watch it on the Krampus episode. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. Yeah, I kind of like saying Krampus, especially on Krampus Day. Oh, Krampus. It didn't seem right, though, seeing Krampus without snow. I'm not sure really. Krampus is like a, a winter demon, so... 
that was a bit of a problem for me. The biggest issue with this movie, other than everything, was there was way too much gabbing with Santa and not enough Krampusing. This is one of those movies I think you need to be in the mood because there are a few things in it that are really quite funny. The fact that Mrs. Claus leaves Santa and makes Krampus her fuck toy, plus <laughs> Krampus's hairy balls. This had so many little bits in it hairy. that made me laughing through the entire Pretty movie. Pretty sure you'd have a boner at one but, point. Yeah, too. that's right. <laughs> but this movie, although it, the plot is very thin and it feels like too much running from place to place without a lot of meaning most of the time. But damn, any Krampus horror movie is still a fun ride. This film was awful, but it was still fun watching because just knowing Krampus banged Mrs. Claus almost <laughs> made this a mondo. But it still made it a meh because I thought there was, I liked so bad it was funny and especially when the effects it's, were good. It was I still though. I still didn't mind it. Mm. All right, King of Krampus. King of Krampus. Uh, this film, I when I picked it out, I will say it was only because I saw Barry Bostwick and Richard Mole. I thought <laughs> Richard Mole is going to play Krampus or some sort of villain. The, they, Barry Bostwick and Richard Mole were the only people who knew what movie they were in. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And they, like, to the hilt. Like Richard Mull shows up at the end as the kind of the cop who does isn't sure what's going on, and but he is one hundred percent committed to his role oh, in yeah. this shitty, yeah. shitty, <laughs> shitty horror film, and it is oh, the beginning of this movie where we're just getting like so many handheld shots where it's like oh is this gonna be like a Blair Witchy type of thing? We've got the Adventure Girls. Who are these scantily clad, you know, minxes or whatever? And it doesn't, it's like, okay, well, okay, there's horror films, there's gonna be some nudity. And there's like, there's like one brief side two boob. second shot, shot. Br side boob <laughs> shot, and then it's it. And I went, I was, I was thinking, like, okay, who are these people? Are they actually actors? And the main girl is a voice actor, she does a lot of voice acting, she does a ton of video games as does Mrs. Claus. Um, so she's, like, got a career. Yeah. The other two girls are both influencers. Of course. One is... Uh, <laughs> not actual actors. Uh, one is a... Uh, I guess she does, like, a... Like, psychic... And, like, spooky stuff. Uh, and the other one is just sort of disappeared off of even the influencing scene. But it's like, there's no acting ability nope. whatsoever. Nope. Um... It was the amount of fake shemping, and I think in this movie that really, if, I don't know if you're familiar with that term uh, from the Sam Raimi movies, yeah. it's just like you have these shots of people's hands yep. or other things. There, there are so many fake shemp shots in this movie, like just as filler, like yep. you were saying, Bryce, is just like everywhere. Like every three shots, there's just a shot of like a hand or a breast <laughs> yeah. or like a leg or a foot. It's just to seem like okay. We got to get ten seconds in here. To <laughs> we get a shot of somebody's feet. It's just like there's a leg here. We got to fill this in. Oh, let's get some uh, you know like shaky cam footage of them walking through Santa Land, which has absolutely no Santa themed and no anything. snow. Yeah. There's no snow. <laughs> the, the most that we have are those uh, like cardboard candy canes that they have up at the very beginning. Every the funniest thing is when they're trying to tell them what rides to go and hide in and it's like none of them are santa themed yo you go by the bumblebee ride you go by the... yes. i was cracking up at how bad it was in that sense the hairy balls oh my god when they start talking about the hairy balls and they yeah. attack them i was just like i lost my shit yep um there's there's also the moment when they were trying to get out um, when it kills the fuck, the boyfriend, the boyfriend who shows up out of fucking nowhere, uh, and Krampus just like spears him through <laughs> the, like the, the, the great kill, whatever. And he's just like, ah! and they're trying to get out and they're pounding on a door that like that, that opens inward. Yes. <laughs> 
And it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, but the best moment and to me, and like I said, Barry Bosbeck knew what movie he was in. He shouts Mazel Tov. <laughs> it is a throwaway. It's just, I don't know if they probably not scripted because I looked up this company who that produces and it's all a bunch of low budget company that makes this made this film. It was a bunch of like super 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 low budget, mostly exploitive uh, ladies topless sort of like films. And yet none of them showed up in this movie. Exactly. Right. To Murray's exactly. point. This is, it felt like, that's why I say this film didn't quite know what it was. It didn't know which direction to go, like commit to. Yep. Whereas, you know, Barry Boswick and Richard Mole, like were like, okay, this is going to be cheesy. We're just going to go for it. And like this movie didn't seem to, whoever was in charge of this movie didn't seem to know which direction to go in. Uh, which is why uh, also the ending <laughs> this movie it escalated super quick oh yeah yeah it was like, that, like the whole front part was filler it's like let's just fill it with nothing and then they said let's just quickly just end this because we added too many leg shots in there right we had like people walking by or a foot a hairy ball biting a foot <laughs> or something like that uh yeah it was just the like if the, by the end, when you get the great reveal with Mrs. Claus is fucking Krampus, uh, it, it's it, you're like, oh, this is a great little like thing here. Let's dig into this a little bit and like the the how this is gonna affect Santa. <laughs> nope, it, that we're we're moving right past that. Right past it. And, he kind of yeah, knew he and, was a douchebag. Santa was a douchebag anyway. Yeah, he knew and like Krampus he, was a better man. He hints earlier on that you can't kill Krampus. Because there's some sort of symbiotic relationship yep. between the two of them, but it's like a it's a one line, and we never get any more of it until the very end. It's yeah. just like yeah, the the, but, the the denouement of this film is, feels rushed. But I wonder if if they if when Krampus exploded and Santa died, I wonder if Krampus is fucking Mrs. Claus, whether or not Santa also orgasms. That <laughs> That's actually, that's yeah, the this... first intelligent question that's been asked. Yeah, you know what? I agree, right? Because if he was fucking Mrs. Claus, wouldn't he have felt it? I would think so. I would think so. Else. It was a very strange aspect but... of this story that they felt each Yeah, I would imagine that, yeah. But imagine, imagine the funniest thing, though, is if <clears throat> Krampus is out doing Mrs. Claus and Santa's coming, coming down the chimney to deliver mm-hmm. presents to little kids. <laughs> so when and when Krampus like orgasms does yeah you know like, it come like is Santa it the whole thing like, exactly I, I'm kind of and, thinking that's the way it works and and, and mm. wouldn't Santa be like oh, this feels familiar yeah yeah he's like oh god how many times <laughs> is Krampus getting some <laughs> no he's just like this is Claus but then he well we can just go into so much detail about how he could figure out if it was Mrs. Claus could smell his fingers probably find out i don't know i don't think smell is a th- yeah i wouldn't be you wouldn't be able to smell <laughs> although i guess you can feel i wouldn't i don't even know i don't understand how this works if she were manually pleasuring him he'd be like hey this this is uh this reminds me of yeah i've had this once before so casey what did you think was this as big a rage as you were hoping it was going to be uh, it, it is a rage for me because it, it, I can love a shitty movie, but this movie did not decide that it was a shitty movie. It was trying to be so, like, whoever was producing. I'm, I'm angry at whoever made this film. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> I'm really angry at them. Like, uh, you know, they, I looked up their, their repertoire and it was just a whole bunch of the same sort of shit. Where they put no effort into it, and it's just like we're gonna somehow gonna make some money. And it's I love a shitty movie with heart. But this has no heart. Yeah, this is this is really really a terrible movie. I just couldn't stop laughing at how bad some of the stuff was. It just yeah, for me, I, mean, I had fun. I was like, I wasn't and, watching and, this thinking I was in pain. I was watching this going, 
oh my god, I can't believe they did that, and that is stupid, it's, and it made me laugh. Yeah, it's it's insulting it's that this no gets Santa me. Jaws. Is no. what I will say. It's yes. No yeah. Well, Krampus got some. Way to go, Krampus. <laughs> now. You got a whole lot. You know what time it is. Temperature, temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. this week i'm gonna take change things up a little bit we're gonna put murray back of the pack i'm stepping forward because every time i put bryce before me he usually has a cry fest so mm. i'm gonna take murray's spot and murray will take mine i like the close things except yeah. for in this case yeah because it's rages, a special like, case edition yeah. my rage this week is i had so much hopes for violent night and it didn't deliver so that's my big rage this week if you're gonna make uh well, first off, don't make a movie that's copying a bunch of other movies. And if you do do it, just make Santa kill more people. <laughs> and kill the people that he should have killed. He should have came in first, killed all those fucking people, took the little girl and said, we're going to put you with a real family. And then and then proceeded. And he should have had balls right from the start. They should have just written it so they knocked him out or did something stupid to him. Not like, oh, I'm a drunk and I can't save little children. Like, come on, what kind of Santa is that? You Santa Christmas-loving people. Santa would never do that. Santa has a heart of gold. He didn't become Santa for doing that shit. That's well, he my doesn't rage. Kill people either. Mm. He does. He kills them with his hammer. Oh no! I mean, and by hammer, I mean, I mean the real Santa. A real hammer. Santa doesn't kill people. <laughs> it's a hammer. And by hammer, I mean his, his hammer. Oh no! Oh, oh sorry, his hammer. Right. That's my rage. I want to see a real good Krampus event, not just a. Person pretending to Krampus. Okay. All right. Over to you. All right. Uh, my rage is the oversaturation of Krampus movies. Since 2013, there has been over 20 of them, and only a few of them have been any good. If you're going to feature Krampus in a movie, make it good. Krampus deserves better than some bad CGI and awful scripts that have been produced over the past decade. That's my rage. Yeah, and what's the... Is it Norwegian, Swedish, Finnish one? Rare Exports. The best Krampus movie ever made. If you sure. look on Tubi, there are no less than seven Krampus films. That's fine. That's what I'll be watching yeah, Christmas Day. Yeah, just on Tubi. Just on Tubi. That's what I'll be watching Christmas Day. Plus, there's like Mother Krampus and Sister Mrs. Krampus and Mrs. Exactly. Krampus. And exactly. It's just, it's gotten out of hand. Exactly. And there's not probably one good German Krampus film, which is really where it should have started. I don't know. There's a few of them. I, I actually, one of these days, I actually want to just pull up a, a German one just to see. Yeah, if anyone's going to do Krampus, right, it's the you Germans. Would, you would think. Would think. <laughs> and, the, and if it's the Germans, they're going to throw in a good old-fashioned German sex potty in the, in uh, the Krampus I mean, I don't know. I've been watching, like, TikTok is wonderful for, like, finding these actual, like, Krampus Festival videos. They're amazing. Yeah. From Eastern Europe. In places that are just, I'll send you links to that. Nice, send it to me. Yeah, they're really amazing, like just like drumming and yeah, you know, like people in these huge, elaborate costumes that you can't even see their bodies, and like they're they're drumming and they're just like the arms are out in front. You can just see like just their hands moving, but the costume it looks like something from Jim Henson's, like. Like something from Dark Crystal. Oh wow! Like they're just like they're huge, and you place with like no shape of a human there. It's just like this giant head with horns, and each of the heads is different, but like this giant like body, just little little human hands that are coming out and like doing drumming and stuff. It's just, like it's just a line of them, and like other stuff like with fire and all sorts of great stuff. It's, like they they do this stuff so well over there because that is their tradition yeah and, like that's what i'm saying like it's the, the the americans commenting on this stuff like why can't we have something like this it's so cool because we have you have co-commercials like, no there was a turn it into burning man there, there was why. a joel McHale krampus it was just terrible it was an american version 
You yeah. turn it into Burning Man. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, they'll throw in some Coke bears or whatever. As opposed to Coke cocaine bears. bear. That's cocaine a whole other bear. story. All right. Mer, it's you. All right. Well, we pushed you to the back of the bus. That's all right. Well, second from the back of the bus. Uh, well, my rage slash minute, I guess, is twofold. The first is definitely rage. Uh, it's streaming services that basically buy up old, like, you know, classics or old properties and hoard them. Like, well, for example, the Santa Claus. Can't find it on TV anywhere because Disney owns it. Yep. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, owned by Apple. Won't be on TV. You can come to my house to watch it. Etc. So, I had to do something which just made me ill just to do it. <gasps> I had to sign up for Apple TV Yay! just to watch Spirited, which I've been waiting for since mid-November. Talk about your horrors. I was supposed <laughs> to watch it at my good friend Jim's place, but then stuff I happened. got sick. So I had to bite the bullet and sign up for the free trial of Apple TV, which I will be canceling tomorrow <laughs> now that I've seen the movie I wanted to see. Nice. So, yeah. And the second part was I absolutely freaking loved this movie. You, this is uh, not a my rage. friend, you would have hated it. Oh, Spirited? You I watched it. It was oh, terrible. You? Yeah, yes, you would, you I also watched it. it. It was terrible. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I mean, I didn't like the first like half hour, but loved once it. Ryan Reynolds showed up, and I'm like, him and Will Ferrell, it was, it was just gold. And I was, was I, I was pleasantly surprised by Octavia Spencer, who actually I don't like that much, but she had a hell of a voice, and I loved it. And I was crying at the end. Like, nice. It was it was. I was also I was crying, also crying at, the at the end, but for different reasons. <laughs> it, it was a Christmas musical with Ryan Reynolds, and it was a story of Scrooge. Broadway show. It has. Like, yeah, it was a Broadway show. Really. Me, that was a Christmas gift to me. Like nice. I loved it. There, you bought your. So, you bought you your Christmas gift. So there, there. That's my. It was definitely made for you, Murray. But I, can't I had deny to that. go on to freaking Apple TV to see it because it did not come to theaters. Yes. He had <laughs> white so noise. Disappointing. Which was Netflix. Yes. Actually came to one theater in our whole city. Like, yes. And we're yeah, happy about thank that. Goodness. But Apple couldn't do the same because, you know, they suck. All right. Anyway, that's all I got. <laughs> so Apple you're ultimately sucks is your rage. Uh, I got Apple it. sucks is your rage. That's that's a good one. <laughs> that's fair. Streaming that's services fair. suck. Which Streaming right. services you know suck. Say? Yes. Let's, I'll I'll let's agree with it. that. Like uh, I'll throw onto that like, you got HBO like ditching like shows that it's canceled are getting thrown off of their service. Yeah. So that you know they don't have to pay residuals to. Oh jeez. Yeah. Things like that. I recently found out sure that. HBO. Home Alone, which we looked up, is actually owned by, I want to say Disney. Yeah, it's on yeah. Disney Plus. So, again, not on TV, although I did notice it's on Christmas Day. But, yeah, I've been waiting like three weeks for it to show up on TV. I'm like, oh, it's not going to because Disney owns it. But you know what? <coughs> Home Alone 4 is also there, Marie, so you'll get to watch that. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I pretty much stopped after two. Pretty much. Pretty right. much. If it's not, if it's not Kevin McAllister, what's the point? Exactly. I always said, "What's the point?" From the beginning. I did too. Anyway, wet uh, bandits. All right, that's then. right. Wet and bandits. oh, now Casey, have you built yourself up to a good rage for this? I've built myself up to a good rage. My rage. This is nothing to do with movies. It's fucking crypto bros. Crypto <laughs> bros. Yeah, sorry, folks. That. You guys, you fucking libertarian pieces of shit who wanted unregulated things to invest in are now bitching that the government yep. did not get involved and you lost a shitload of money. Yep. Suck it. This was a <laughs> financial tool that was developed by money launderers and yep. drug dealers and rogue nations and terrorists. Yes. As a way to transport money across different across the different states and you know countries and whatever uh to avoid legal repercussions yeah you know don't be surprised that it's based on nothing and that you lost a bunch of money because people like elon musk and joe rogan and all the people who are pumping this shit up 
told you to invest because it was just a fucking pyramid scheme and speculation drove the prices up and then it all the bottom fell out and now you're all bitching at the government for not having regulated it oh woe is me i was telling i had a person that i knew who was talking about investing in crypto two years ago i said don't get involved and now we've got like all these you guys are in canada they're the the sec today announced that they're yeah. suing they're not suing they're they're filing charges against a bunch of influencers <laughs> nice who did there's a pump and dump scheme yeah on like the on stocks and it's going to like probably roll over into crypto these people who like pumped everything up so that the price went way up and then they all sold off their stuff and like joe blow citizen lost all their money that they invested in it because it is based on nothing there's nothing backing it up um yep i knew that right from really, the beginning i'm really a... fucking tired of hearing these people yeah, bitch about how they lost money a... i'm an ex-banker that... ex-banker so i knew it was all bunk and murray you should be concerned because ryan reynolds was, was pumping up his app which was to buy and sell what? cryptocurrency what yeah. One of like his what is ten different business ventures? Yeah, yeah. So if, if fucking businesses, his mobile five hundred business and yep. football team, gin. That's and right. He's so involved he he the Ottawa with Senators FTX? too, apparently. What's that? Was he involved with FDX? Maybe. He's got his that little... was like <clears throat> Sam Bankman Fried's thing, the thing that's going on now is because he was setting up a like a, an exchange for cryptocurrencies. That yeah, was... that's right. He 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 did this app that allows you to um, opportunize off the sp- spreads between it. So um, he'll be one of the first people mm-hmm. to go after, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. I'm sure Ryan's smart enough to, he's, he's got old it. toes that will yeah. protect him. They're probably some Leader. sort of firewall built in to protect yeah. Ryan. That's right. Which is the important thing, because you know what? Ultimately, Canadians should always get out with nothing. <laughs> exactly. We're not meant to have money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mr. Casey, the nerdy photographer, we cannot thank you enough for being on our third annual Krampus show. Woo! Krampus! Now, next year, I'm planning an all-German Krampus episode. No! So, everybody be prepared for that. We're only going to be watching German Krampus films. Next time I'm beating you to the punch, we're going to have, we're going to have something. You know what? How is, how is the German Krampus episode not going to be the best? Yeah, we'll see what happens next year. We'll see. Is it Vim Vendors? You are not choosing all the movies next year. That's all I'm saying. Well, like, Wings of Desire meets Krampus. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I did send out the list and nobody balked, so that yeah, you don't yeah. balk, you don't get to say. Right. right? So you can just be I will quiet. happily come back whenever you guys want me. Dude, you are right. always welcome to come back when we have a spot. You know, the the reason that most people won't come on our show is because we ask so much from them. <laughs> it's like not for any people is like, "Oh, Casey, we're going to be doing three movies. Are you going to be are you in?" You're like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> sure. I gotta pick one. Yeah, you even get to pick one. Nice. It's got Krampus's balls. So, can you tell all our listeners? Yeah, exactly. Tell all our listeners one more time where they can find you. You can find the Nerdy Photographer on your preferred podcast platforms. Just look for the Nerdy Photographer podcast. You can find me online at nerdyphotographer.com or on whatever social media platforms you like at the nerdy photo that's at the nerdy photo and you can find him every week on our rage or dare segment so to hear his <laughs> sweet sweet voice that has My. brought more joy to us <laughs> no it hasn't oh yeah well <laughs> his well, voice it has brought us we started joy. the uh, remakes bag yes. oh my god the remakes bag of terror you are I've I've never like thought that I might end up in therapy, but I fucking I'm, hate remakes. Yo. Yeah, yeah. So do I. So <laughs> keep keep picking them, buddy. Keep picking them. You're driving me I'll nuts. I love it. All right. 
Thanks again, Casey, for being part of our extra special Krampus episode. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to the extended Film Rage family, who you can find in our show notes. Find us everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and Tee Public. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for our listeners, so please comment, like, subscribe, and send us an email to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage but no matter what you do please make us rage please 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 pretty please 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 that's it for this extra special Krampus edition rage on rage on